Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh wait, I know you. You're from that weird family, aren't you? We're not weird. We don't like wrestling. How do you know if you've never been? I've never had rectal bleeding before, but I'm pretty sure I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> How about I shove her head up your ass and then we can find out? Hello? My name is Hutch Morgan. I'm calling from WWE. We'd like both of you to come try out for us. No! It's all fake anyways. Hey, what? Sorry about that. That's the rock! We're huge fans. Thank you so much. What advice would you give us? We want to be the next you. What are your names again? My name. It doesn't matter what your names are. You walk around here interrupting the rock you like you haven't seen the sun in 20 years. You like you just stepped out of Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more advice, sir? You want some advice? Here's the rock's advice. Shut your mouth. Thanks, Dwayne. Got it. Good morning, wrestling nerds. Well, this is where we see whether or not you get to go on to WWE. This is our shot, Zach. Hello. Why do you want to wrestle? I'm the toughest bastard in any room. Probably shouldn't swear, not when there's ladies present. Sorry, miss. Sorry about that. If I call your name, that means you'll be coming with me to Florida. Paige. Thank you all very much. I have to take my brother. No one deserves this more than Zach. I wish you the best, son. But this is the end of the line for you. Do you know what it's like to want one thing in life? And then your own sister takes it away from you. It was my dream, too. I have no idea who I'm supposed to be out there. You're not just doing this for you. You're doing it for the family. Page. I myself have come from a wrestling family too. I know exactly what it means to you. But don't worry about being the next me. Be the first you. What? It's Dwayne Johnson. How are you? Prove it. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate. I'm sorry. Indiana Jones Avengers Endgame and follow Watching the movies right up to 
second take. Paige here, and I am Sebastian. <laughs> uh, all pregnancies are unplanned, son, and I'm Jordan. Oh, and welcome to our review of, I'm going to say this correctly, Fighting With My Family. Because every time I mention this movie, I call it Wrestling With My Family. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, um, once again, yeah, just Jordan and myself back. Um, Andrew is in the um, the jaws of a puppy. I assume that's how that works. Um yeah. Don't lie, dude. Um, ready to rumble broke him, and uh, he's, he's just not ready to come back. <laughs> he's gone to a special place. Actually, okay. that sounds like he's dead. No, it's not. that's not what I mean. Um, up at the top here as well, um, apologies once again. This will probably be a shorter episode than what you're used to in terms of our, our Monday Day reviews, um, but it is what it is. Um, in this episode, I think thankfully for some of you, and I like to think there's a portion of the audience that's going to be sad to hear this. I think this is the last of our, our wrestling films that we have on the schedule until Christmas time when we do Santa with muscles, because that's a punishment for everyone for Christmas. <laughs> um, so, and after this, we can get into some other films, which is exciting, isn't it? Yeah. What do we even have coming up after this? I, I can't remember because the Corona keeps delaying everything. <laughs> yeah. The second I, um, I mentioned that we had other things, I literally forgot. So I'm going to, I'll look it up <laughs> during this episode because I would like to be able to tease it for, for next week. Um, but now the trick is remembering where did I leave that information, but I'll find it. Um, so fighting with my family, this is a bit of an interesting one. This was produced mm. by Dwayne Johnson and is is a WWE film, but yeah, this is the um, the WWE film's heel turn into making movies that are actually pretty good. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's actually a, it's actually a good one, <laughs> which is the strangest part of this whole thing, because every other film that WWE has made that I've watched has um, <laughs> let's be courteous here, not been good. <laughs> um, so that's nice, right? Is that what we wanted? Did we finally get what we wanted uh, as fans? I guess. Yeah, and we're telling the story here of Paige, who yeah. kind of I th- I find this to be a very unique choice as to why it was Paige. Like I like Paige as a wrestler. Like I don't think that hmm. she was a bad choice, but I am curious as to why this ended up being the Paige movie and not being the movie of like you know Charlotte Flair, Becky, and them retiring the Divas title and having a women's title rather than you know the word diva. Mm. Like that to me feels like it would have been the obvious choice. So I'm, I'm a little bit Yeah, curious. I guess so. It's probably like maybe a bit like too much, whereas like this just has like a very obvious like story with like a family and everything like that. Yeah. I feel like it's easy enough. And like I have like a blueprint as well because it was all just based off of like that documentary or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. It's definitely a bit of a strange choice. Like she's not their, their biggest star or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, I found a schedule. Maybe I can tease it. Although it says 2019 schedule, this is not it. Okay, (laughs) everything is terrible again. Um, Disregard. Yep, sorry guys. We don't have a schedule. It's all free form now. Wait, maybe that's (laughs) it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So, yeah, um, all in all, fun film. um, Has Nick Frost in there (laughs) playing uh, Paige's father. Uh, Yeah, he's awesome in there. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely is. Um, And this is kind of like a a weird one only because it's... um, yeah, it's definitely more of a comedy than what I would expect from like everything else that we've received so far, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, has it loaded? Oh God, Sev, you found the, I just found the, the schedule that we used in 2016. <laughs> I can't find Oh boy, going back in time. <laughs> I was like, Batman v Superman, kill me now. 
What? <laughs> Don't make me do this. Not again. I can't. I absolutely can't do that again. I was. I barely made it through the first time. <laughs> I'll. I'll find it later. It, there's so many things that I've. We've gotten here. Um, any points on this one? Did you see it in the cinemas or anything to start off with, Jordan? Uh, I don't think I did. I think it was one of those movies that was like, I think they showed it like once here, like just like on a day. Like, you know, uh, there's this movie. If you're interested in it, you've got one chance to see it. And yeah, I didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched it uh, online not long afterwards. Yeah. I've definitely seen it before. This is the first time that I've um I got to see this one. So I went in with a okay. little bit of knowledge. Like obviously mm-hmm. I know who Paige was and all that stuff, but that was Yeah. Yeah, effectively it. Um funnily enough, um a lot of people that I know, like from work and stuff, had been like, Oh Seb, did you see that new wrestling film? It was really good. And I was like, No, I have not seen this. And I, mm. I, I knew I was gonna put it on the schedule. Yeah, I was that was the same actually. I remember like when it first came out, like some people like asking me, like just in my general life, like at work and stuff, if I'd seen it and saying that like yeah, it was good and it, yeah, it is pretty good. Like it's well received as well. Yeah. Um, again, something that's got like pretty well critically received, like Rotten Tomatoes was like ninety three percent critic and eighty two audience, I think. Well, they liked it to be fun, which I think is the is the main hmm. takeaway here. I guess you could argue yeah, as definitely. well. That's what um. Marvel's kind of based its entire thing off. Let's have let's let people enjoy our movies rather than experience yeah. them. Um, but yeah, it's, right. it's definitely like a, a night and day from last week's movies. It's like this one's all like all sunshine, lollipops, and happiness. Well, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> so who we have in this one? Let's just see. Bear with me. So yeah, obviously it was produced by The Rock, um, but it was actually written yeah. by St- written and directed by Stephen Merchant. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's in like this. one of the creators of The Office. Yeah. And he's in this as um, Paige's brother's wife's father, I believe. I just that was oh, a long walk. Um, I, I didn't pre- even pick up on that. I'm pretty sure that was him. No, I'm second guessing myself if you missed it, but um, he's an actor. Uh, to be honest, like I, I couldn't tell you like what he looks like. He's also in the Good Place from memory. He's like the in the accounts. Oh, okay. No, show me all the information I want. God, I'm to be can be so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I was like, as soon as I picked up on the fact that like he was behind it, I was like, okay, like that explains like why the movie is like genuinely funny in places. Yeah, and I wonder, he must be friends with The Rock because this is once again a very unusual one for Mm. some random man in England to pick up. I'm going to tell a story about WWE, (laughs) but um, yeah, stranger things have happened. Um, We'll say off the top as well. I did like most of the performances in this film. I didn't have any real issues. The um girl that actually was playing yeah. Paige did a really good job. I'm just trying to find her name. Yeah, uh, Florence Pierce. She's awesome. Yeah, she's really good. I have to see what else she's been in because she had a, I don't know. Yeah, well, she's starting to um starting to pick up quite a lot. Like she's gotten some really good roles. She was in um Ari, that Ari Aston movie Midsummer. Oh um, yeah, she's super super good in that. Um, she's done a few other like sort of bigger movies recently as well. Like she was in that um. Little Women that came out recently. Yep. Um, she was in that. Um, I think she's in Black Widow coming up as well. Actually. That's what you go. She was going to be, we're going to be reviewing her in Black Widow, but that film's been put on ice for a little bit until I think November they're talking. Yeah. So we will hopefully be talking about her again before the end of the year. Um, mm. But yeah, you're right. She's like really, really embodies the character. Like she really feels really genuine in that role, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Nick Frost, always a big favorite of mine. Like I'm, I mean, I can't imagine someone yeah, who wouldn't I love, be. I love Nick Frost. <laughs> but I've um, always been a huge fan of the Cornetto like, trilogy, so I can't imagine why someone oh, yeah. would not like that. And yeah, he's just like, he plays his role in this so perfectly, like just to be that little bit of comic relief every now and then. So good. 
All righty. So I'm happy to move into the actual thing itself, unless you have any notes or anything in, like, in trivia or anything beforehand. What do you mean, Seb? You, you don't want to talk about Vince Vaughn? Oh, okay. Yes, I do <laughs> want to talk about Vince Vaughn because I liked him in this film, but was he playing a real person? No, that was like a completely made up character. Okay. I think it was like meant to be representative of like maybe Bill DeMott, but like of all the creative liberties like that this movie takes in its storytelling, that would be a massive one because this dude was like, pretty cool and nice and Bill DeMott is an asshole. <laughs> I was thinking is is he possibly being like an American version of um oh Seb, you're having a huge mental blank. Who's the British man who works in NXT? I've just he's uh, like William Regal. William Regal. Oh, how did I forget his name? Because uh, yeah. he's kind of being <laughs> that, that guy that seemingly runs NXT. It was NXT a pageant in this movie by the way? <laughs> was this the days before it NXT really was seems wrestling? like that. It's like yeah, it's like, uh, okay, so you're signed, but also you're cut. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, go in the ring and stand there and let the crowd boo you. Yeah. Like, it's a, again, it's a weird um, weird way that it's presented because, like, it's definitely not especially accurate in a lot of places. Yeah, but, okay. Anything... Which is like, yeah, that's definitely not not what it was. No. <laughs> it was just, like, the same because, like, there's a... I guess the main thing as well is like a lot of what they did to like tell her story, like when she actually got there, I think was definitely like embellished as well. Cause like she was popular, like from the get go, like fans loved her like straight away. Paige that is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I guess I, when I started rewatching, cause I ducked out pretty much 2006, I'd say it's probably about as late as I stuck around for. Um, mm. Cause I was there for Eddie's death, Chris's mm-hmm. death. And then, pretty much just kind of gave my distance from there. I can't do this anymore. No, it was, I mean, Eddie's death was, that was a difficult one. Chris's was just more confusing because mm. I, was, I was quite young at the time too. Um, yeah. But it just got less and less interesting. And then I moved houses and I wasn't living with my parents. So I didn't have Foxtel. And if you're in Australia and a Foxtel, you can't watch wrestling until the network came out. Yeah. And well, that's the same sort of period. Like I, I probably around that same time, I wasn't really watching WWE much. I'd sort of moved on to like Indies and like TNA and stuff like that at that point. So I didn't watch too much WWE again until probably like 2011 or 2012 or so. Yeah. Which is when, um, I guess, yeah, when like punk was kind of on top again. Oh, that brought me back in. What year did Punk start and um, start ECW? I was there for when ECW came back. Uh, that was probably like 2006. Okay, so that does check out with me being there for that because I was there for that. Yeah. I was there for ECW coming and going. For a, a few years, yeah. Yep, good. Okay. Um, well, let's get to the actual film then, I, I, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. So where her name's not Paige. Her actual name is, and I'm terrible at this because she's named Soraya. Soraya. Soraya, yeah. is it? Oh, okay. So she's named after her, her mum, um, Julia Knight's uh, ring name. So Soraya. Mm-hmm. Well, I've only just what a mark. learned recently. Soraya apparently comes here and does work in Perth every now and then, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, she's like um, a pretty busy like women's wrestler. She's yeah, I've been here a few times. She works, or at least she used to like work in like Shimmer and stuff quite often as well. Oh, there you go. And it's like, yeah, she, yeah, she keeps busy. I'm pretty sure she's, yeah, to this day still wrestling. Yeah, sweet. So it's about, yeah, Soraya Knight and her brother, Zach, um, both grown up as wrestlers because Nick, Ricky Knight, her father played by Nick Frost and uh, Julia Knight, her mother, are both professional wrestlers as well. And they're in, um, mm-hmm. they're in somewhere in England who, oh, who cares where, so that's just saying... <laughs> Nope. All gonna, England's the same, isn't it? Yep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even make up a country, uh, a town's name, but they're somewhere in England. Um, 
and WWE comes to town and they're both given tryouts. Um, the, <laughs> the two of them do their tryout for Vince Vaughn in with about maybe 10 other competitors. And the only person that's given a chance to continue on is Soraya. Um, <laughs> I love how there's one guy in that tryout who is very obviously meant to be Pete Dunne, but isn't Pete Dunne. <laughs> was there? I, did, my, I must have missed. Yeah, it was like a dude with like his exact haircut and like, that like vest, like entrance vest that he wears. I was like, they're not being subtle at all. Oh, I have to go back and check. That's great. Um, it's the one that he like says, like, looks like a girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to go back. Cause that's good. Good. Um, so they have that tryout. Yep. So she gets, gets through. Zach is super depressed cause he was kind of mm-hmm. banking on the rest of his life working out because he gets into WWE. Yeah. Um, so she goes off to the states. Um, she's joined. She becomes. She joins the NXT roster. We actually. It's really weird. We never see her wrestle in NXT. So she joins to wrestle. Never once wrestles, and just has to kind of go through a series of like boot camp training sessions until yeah. the end of the film, and she's you know on the Raw after WrestleMania yeah. <laughs> and competes. But that's that's. Uh, they have they have like they show like one NXT match, which is the one with like all those other girls that it like they make it out that. They took like a month, like months and months to plan and put together that match. Yeah. And then they eventually have it. But yeah, there's like one match. And it's there. It makes it seem like she was like called up immediately, which was like not the case. Like she was there for like a good couple of years. Did she have Matt? Reigned as like the NXT like women's champion for like a good year or so as well. Okay. That was my question. I was, I was curious because the way it made it seem in this film is she had a couple of random spots on NXT TV, like in non-wrestling capacity, and then they suddenly debuted and gave her the title on Raw. And I was like, Yeah, That's no, it. not not at all. <laughs> okay. So when she came out at yeah, Raw, people knew who she was by that stage. Like she was a known quantity. Oh yeah, dude. There was like she got like a massive pop in like real life when that happened. Okay. Well, that seems like a weird thing to skip over for this film, but here we here we yeah, go. Yeah, I guess for I guess for the purposes of like telling that underdog story, like I can understand why they did it. Yeah, I guess it just But it's just yeah, just not very not especially true to life. But this is very true to how WWE kind of operates. Like they have their own narrative, and then there's the rest of the world, and there's actually. Oh yeah, happened. and and they'll and they'll flip shit on a dime. But like it's not yeah, unrealistic absolutely. that that could have happened. Um. So yeah, she goes to NXT. She butts heads with a couple of the other um ladies that are in her group, um who definitely aren't anyone, but they're all Eva Marie um, at the same time. <laughs> It's um, just like all like Eva Marie's Lana's and like I feel like maybe one is like meant to be Charlotte but they don't yeah. like really push that she like actually related to wrestling at all. No, no, absolutely, yeah. Um, goes through everyone, you know, it's like the Hunger Games except they get to quit. They quit and <laughs> drop off one by one. And um, oh, you know who I noticed is like in the background of like pretty much all these scenes yeah. is um Kip Sabian from AEW. He what really? Yeah, yeah. It must be because, like, they shot so much of this movie in the UK. And, like, he must have just been there. Wait, in what scenes was Kip in? Like, pretty much all of, like, the ones at the Performance Center. Like, if you keep an eye out, like, you'll see him. That's crazy. And now I have to go back twice. Thank you. Yeah, no, he's definitely there. He's, like, in a few shots for sure. So Kip's in the the Performance Center and Pete Dunn lookalikes in the tryout. Okay. Okay, I listen to this yeah. my review down. <laughs> See, this is the one I should have bloody noticed because it should have just been filled with like known quantities as opposed to the wrestler that was just filled with people from CCW that I don't know yet. Yeah, um, I think um, 
pretty sure in that tryout scene as well, the like really big dude, I'm pretty sure, is Dave Mastiff. He's on um, NXT UK. Oh, of course. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she tries to become better friends with everyone by dyeing her hair blonde and not being this weird goth chick, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. But she's kind of half convinced by Vince Vaughn's character that she's not really cut out for this and to quit, but she doesn't officially Mm -hmm. quit. So she returns home uh, to, you know, parts unknown England um, (laughs) um, over the Christmas break and she wants to, you know, Tell her parents, I'm dropping out. I'm not. I'm. I'm not ready for this. And she tells her brother, and her brother gets so angry that she went over and not him, and then that she was going Rip to quit. His shit. That he fucking shoot. Okay, this this is one of the crazy things. They're having a wrestling match, and he decides to go full shoot on her and just beat yeah. the actual <laughs> shit out of his sister. And like that's all. Okay, that's horrible, but it all makes sense to me. It's the part where he yeah. decides to shoot Tombstone Pile Driver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I was like, oh, okay. For the record, if he does do this move, she might be dead because he's just dropping her directly onto her spine. Yeah. But they had me with everything else until that moment. It was that moment I'm like, okay, now you've overstepped the mark and it's you're just being ludicrous. Yeah, <laughs> you're being a bit silly now. Yeah, come on. But cool scene. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, it was good. I don't know like how true to life that is. I actually haven't like watched the documentary that it's based off of or anything like that. Yeah. So I don't know if that really happened but it was good storytelling like i can you can tell like why he would be upset about it oh yeah i clearly get it and i actually thought his performance is really good throughout the entire thing as well like yeah he's not bad hey i don't think i've seen him in anything before i couldn't look at all familiar no and i do enjoy um vince vaughn's constant criticism of him is pretty much he's just a job guy like he's not He's yeah. really good. Oh, I did find our schedule, by the way, not to get two sidetracks, but um, oh, and I, I now feel like an idiot because I, sh- I, I knew the schedule because I've already mixed the intros for the next three of them. Um, yeah. And I didn't even think about that. Um, we are actually doing the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, fantastic. So we got Batman, it, obviously in order, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Um, Man, not that I need, not that I need one, but I've been looking for an excuse to watch those again. Thanks. Perfect. And then we we're meant to do Wonder Woman. It's been pushed back. Thanks, Corona. Um, so then after that, we drop into the Total Recall series. I say series. There's two of them, yeah. and they're just remakes. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, so with the 1991 yeah. and the 2012 one, and I've only seen one of them, so that should be nice. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen. Um... I don't know if I've seen the original. I think I saw the remake, but I don't think I've actually seen the original before. Yeah, this virus pushing back all these new releases to the end of the year is going to be hectic on our schedule. Yeah. It's just going to mean we're going to get to the end of the year and it's just going to be new release, new release, new release, new release. Yeah. Like, I I was conscious of this, like, when doing the schedule originally with you guys, trying to spread mm. them out, but apparently the virus is not as <laughs> is not as kind as that, which, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> apparently pretty, not. Yeah. Um, so she goes back, um, tells Vince Vaughn, hey, I don't quit. Oh, except, wait, wait, I can do the accent. All right, oh, governor, I don't quit, eh? Is that, that's right. That's... You didn't cut me and I didn't quit, yeah. Yeah, perfect. So she joins back up and then she decides, oh, these girls still hate me. What if I showed them teamwork? And that was the, <laughs> that was the turn. Because they're not, act- they were competing against each other in a sense, but they were never told, one of you will make it and the rest of you will not. They were just told yeah. everyone that's good gets in. So I don't know why they were working against each other this entire time because they were competing. Yeah, like it's, it's not really a, a competition. Like you're there, you've got your contract. <laughs> yep. So through the power of teamwork, she gets on their good side. 
they're all invited to join um, to be there. Teaches them how to how to not stiff each other. Yep, how receipts are not a thing that we do, even though they definitely are a thing that happens, and they're not good. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, they get to go to WrestleMania and they're backstage, and then they're just told by the Rock, um, you have a match. To, well, you have a segment tomorrow night, the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, they're they're bringing our mum with how they want this to work, but yeah. Then we see her debut match where she comes out and beats AJ Lee for the title. And um, mm-hmm. that's pretty much, I mean, that, that's Which the story. Is, but That's pretty much how it happened at that point as well. I think, I don't remember, I remember there being a speech afterwards, like she just kind of left. Like I think they tacked that on for dramatic effect. Yep. And I'm pretty sure she was like mad confident as well. Like I don't think she had like the um, you know, issues on the mic or anything like that that night either. Yeah, I'm curious if the if these moments, I doubt they are, whether she's gone out and frozen with the mic in her hand because they did this twice in, in this thing. I'm, I'm genuinely yeah. curious, did that ever actually happen? Because, I mean, for NXT, it very well could have. Maybe at doing some point. Day. I mean, it, it definitely didn't on like that Raw episode like because I, I like remember that pretty well. Yeah, I'm thinking with NXT with some of the on the um the dark match stuff. Well, it wouldn't be dark match, the, yeah, the house show maybe stuff. Maybe at that point. Yeah, who knows? I think... um. I, don't know, I feel like she's always been like really, really confident, and like they just had to put that in just for you know, storytelling purposes. Yeah, like damn it, Paige is flawless in every more, way. More of an underdog feel. Yeah, let's make <laughs> let's make up a problem that she has, because um, it's definitely yeah, not her promos. Her promos have been always as well, like the ones I've seen anyway, always pretty good. I mean, wrestlers can be pretty hit and yeah, miss with their acting, but she's been normally pretty good. Um, yeah, and yeah, and we ended it as the thing like every other movie that. You know, he's telling a real story, does where it shows where everyone is now, what they actually looked like, and all that. And yeah, and yeah. I will say there was a few moments in this film where it kind of just felt like propaganda for WWE. Yeah, it's it's definitely a bit of a um a WWE fluff film for sure. Yeah, but it was nice. Is so if you're going in and having just watched it to you know go along with the review itself, or you've watched it and you weren't sure, just assume ninety percent of it are lies. But that's okay because it's a fiction. <laughs> that's I mean. I just assume it's mostly fake. Um, a lot of the stuff to do with her specifically is more or less pretty accurate. But yeah, yeah. Um, WWE operates like North Korea at times when it does come to revisiting their own <laughs> personal history. Oh yeah, like that's uh, definitely something that they're very very good. At. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the, the the best example that I can give for some like people that aren't really in it. Um, so WWF had to change its name because of an issue with the World <laughs> Wildlife Fund. They became WWE. Well-publicized thing that has happened. They've only in the last month released a documentary that included that time period. And in this documentary that they released, they just make it seem like they decided to be called WWE because of like creative reasons. And they have no By acknowledgement. God, he's a genius. Yeah. And there's just no acknowledgement of the fact that they were taken to court for it and everything. And it's just like, you're literally just pretending something didn't happen because it doesn't suit your personal narrative. Anyway, that's a pretty good in real, like sorry, real life example of it. But this film's kind of full of those little, oh, wouldn't it be better if this actually happened? What do you mean if it yeah. happened? <laughs> like, no, no, that's that, yeah. <laughs> um, but all in all, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to move on to verdicts unless you have any other points you want to talk about, Jordan? Um... Off the top of my head, hey, like pretty much covered everything I can think of. Yeah, once again, guys, sorry it's a bit of a short one, but yeah, it's the that's what we're gonna do, right? <laughs> the left cooks in the kitchen, the last runtime. I apologize. All right, too easy. All right, well, let's hit the song. You 
Horrible, blatant corporate lies aside, actually a pretty fun movie. <laughs> um, it, obviously, putting Nick Frost yeah. in the film is going to endear me towards it anyway. Um, but all the performances were really great. Um, it tracked logically. Like, the film didn't have any huge logic holes in itself. So, I mean, when you compare it to history, yes. But when you, for a standalone piece, um, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if we're talking like, I, I know we don't do ratings on this show, but when I say this is a good film, I'm talking like a six out of 10 or maybe a six and a half. Like, this is nothing... Mm-hmm. fucking groundbreaking or fantastic, but it was just, it did what it was meant to do. It entertained me for an hour and 40 odd or whatever it was. I laughed a few mm-hmm. times. I smiled, but I mean, I'm going to say it's probably realistically in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be a pretty forgettable film. But fortunately there aren't that many films about wrestling. So as forgettable as it is, mm-hmm. it still might, you know, it might accidentally make the top 10 one. <laughs> so there you yeah, go. Yeah. It's definitely still going to have its place uh, in that sort of yeah subgenre, I guess, of wrestling film, just because it's so, I guess, so like sprint in how many there actually. Is. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's like as like a film, like it's definitely like it's formulaic, it's predictable, it's a bit corny, but it's consistently like fun and entertaining. Like it's got that you know that really good balance of like humor and heart and like a little bit of drama. And by the same token, like it's well written enough that you don't need any like prior knowledge or even enjoyment of wrestling to go in and see it. Similar to, you know, like a movie like, I don't know, like Billy Elliot, where you don't need any knowledge of ballet. Like it's just a nice, charming, like underdog story. Yeah, that's that, a good like call. you said, is a, a, an inoffensive hour and a half uh, entertaining film. And it includes stock footage of John Cena. So, I mean, what else do you want in a film? What, what more could you want? Actually, I will say the wrestlers actually appearing as themselves threw me off a bit. Like the fact that she is not Paige, but she's talking to The Rock or there's John Cena's yeah. footage or there's The Miz and Big Show and Sheamus. I was like, it's so weird, but my mind was like, shouldn't they have an actor playing John Cena? Because yeah, she's an it's, actress it's playing It's a weird kind of line to look at when you've got a movie like that. But I suppose like they're all they're, they're all there. They're all alive. None of them, were, apart from the rocks in this version, anyway, none of them were crucial to the story. So they were just sort of back like yeah. cameos and stuff. But it just felt like shouldn't they all be actors? <laughs> anyway, yeah. whatever. It was. This is not a criticism. It's just a weird like what reality am I watching? I'm so confused. Yeah, exactly. No, I absolutely agree. I think it's a yeah, it's a fun movie. Like it's not like you said, it's not anything groundbreaking. Like it's not fantastic, but it's a perfectly enjoyable, inoffensive little movie. All right. Well, with that, um, we'll quickly go through our socials and we'll be back on Wednesday for the Variety Hour. Um, I think it's facebook.com slash second take. That sounds right. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's the one. Uh, You can check us out on Twitter at second take TNC. You can also follow myself on Twitter at JordanNSPP. Sweet. And you can follow me at Bastion underscore James. Um, we've got our website, secondtakepodcast.com and an email, secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Almost messed that one up again. Um, did we do Instagram? Sorry, Jordan, or did I blank on that one? Uh, I think we skipped it, but it's uh, second take podcast. Perfect. Um, and we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash second take. Um, as I was saying last week, um, just cause Andrew's been put on hold a little bit at the meantime, just cause, uh, what he does and is unfortunately involves a lot of people you know, being in public. Um, any um, patrons that join onto there will be going directly to Andrew to help support him and his family in the meantime. So if you guys are able to consider giving, please you know go to Patreon there and help us out. 
And we'll be back on Wednesday for the Variety Hour and the following week when we start the Dark Knight trilogy. Look, all that research paid off. Yeah. (laughs) We got there in the end. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Kabi Kabi, and Yugera people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.